Welcome everybody tuning in. We've been prayed for and we are going to jump on into the message. It's funny that it is called Time to Jump and I want to explain that as we go in today. Uh, I hope everybody's ready to kick off a new year. Is that right? Everybody excited about a new year, ready to come in with great expectation of what God's going to do. Amen. Well, one of the last songs we were sharing today before we uh, got ready to preach was, was Empty Me. And I pray, like Miss Tanya was sharing today, that we empty ourselves and fill up on the Word of God. Amen. So I want to make sure everybody's got their handouts. If you got them, if you need to download them, Tim usually has them online that you can get at keepthepromise.org. But I just want to jump in and start out with the message about our attitude towards Christ. And it's time to jump. I love to take a word and kind of break it out what God's showing me and, and kind of use a little uh, acronym there. And we're going to see exactly what that is. But what I'm really talking about today is about jumping into the things of God. And I tell you what, we have to be active in our faith. We just can't sit on the sidelines of faith, right? There's nothing else in life that we would just sit there on the sidelines and think things would change, right? You know, how many people are going to go to the gym this year? I got some hands that went like this, and I got some hands that went like that. Is that just partial workout? I mean, you know, we're going to save some money this year. We're going, to, we're going to do things different this year. But you know what? We've got to have a plan. That's what we've been talking about the last couple of weeks, and I want to help us with that today. So I'm going to start out with our scripture. If you've got your Bibles, I always encourage you to bring your Bibles. We're going to be in Ephesians uh, for a little bit. And I've got most of the scriptures up here, but always bring your stuff when you can. Uh, so in case God's showing you something additionally, you've got the word to back it up. Amen? So here we go. This is probably one of my favorite verses in the whole Bible, and i got a lot of them, but this really rises to the top. And it says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is a gift to God. How many people got some great gifts for Christmas? Did you open all of them? Right? You opened You didn't just save one back. You didn't put it under the bed. You opened them, right? Somebody thought enough of you to invest in you, to, to bring you a gift. Think about the greatest gift ever given, that of Jesus Christ. That's what I want us to open today as we go through here and, and just see all that God has. This is a daily reminder how much God loves you for Jesus giving his life on the cross. And I, I look at this over and over here, and I want to make sure when we start right out here, I hear a lot of things a lot of times, and I talk to a lot of people about their faith, and I ask people this all the time. If you died today, do you know for sure you'd go to heaven? And most folks say, oh, yeah, I hope so or I think so, or maybe so. Well, friends, if you're listening today, we're going to show you through God's Word how you can know so positively by having a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ because it is God's favor. Amen? Somebody say favor. Favor. All right? God's favor. Unmerited, unearned favor. It's, it's out of no effort of ourself. It's not because we're smart enough, pretty enough, give enough. It's by His grace that he gives us eternal life. But we got to couple it with our faith. Amen. So I, I want us to take a look at this here today. And I, I really pray that as we go into the new year with assignment and things like that, that we should be serving from a heart of gratitude. I want you to hear that. I want to slow down and talk about that for a minute. A heart of gratitude. You know, it's not that we have to serve. It's that we get to serve. All right. You think about any relationship that, that you've really invested in, somebody you care about, your love. Let's just talk about our children for a minute. You do things and, and, and do stuff for them and, and, and respond to them because you love them. It's not like I have a kid, so I have to do this. Okay? I, I want to try to bring it down on just the, the everyday level. And, and we get to do those things. We love to do those things. How many people like pleasing folks, right? I know we can't always please folks, but I mean, here's the thing. We like to speak life into other people's life. I like to see people do good. 
How many people like when somebody gets something new? I mean, I celebrate that. That's good. When somebody accomplishes something, man, I think that's great. Somebody get a raise or whatever, things like that. By the same token, sometimes when people are going through a loss, are you compassionate about that? That's all characteristics and gifts that God places in our heart to share with other people. And I want us to really hone those things as we go into this year. So we have salvation in Christ, and that's it. And when I say that, it, I want to explain that. It's not what we do, it's what he's done. Amen? That's what I want to get into. But I want to show you how we can jump in. All right? Everybody doing good? Say amen. So the first thing I took to Jay and I prayed about that, and God said, you know what, well, we need to join in. How many people know we need to be a part of stuff? We need to be active, right? So I'm going to ask you a, a, a real heavy-duty question here. Are you committed? You say, well, what do you mean, buddy? Are you committed then? Here's the question, and this is only one that you can answer. Are your actions over time, there will be proof in that. Do you know that we have to be committed about most anything that we want to see through the other side? You know, I started out earlier. If you want to lose weight, you got to be committed in that. If you want to save money, you got to be committed in that. If you want to work on your marriage, you need to be committed in those things, right? Things, life, life, if you just let life happen, it will not drift on course. It will drift off course. So we need to keep our eyes on the Lord. And I, I asked you this just straight out of the chute. Are you committed? What does that commitment look like to you? And I, I hope that you guys can see today, you know what? If there's some course corrections that the Lord's telling you about, man, you can make them today. And so that's the whole thing. And I, I wrote this down. I said, do you know that being committed is really about making a choice and then manage the choice over time? You make a choice. And then you manage that decision over time. Amen. That's a good thing to write down. You know, a lot of times if we wait till we're in the heat of the battle to make the choice, we might not make the right choice. But if we already decide the choice before we go in, when I wake up and say, you know what, I am not going to eat any birthday cake today. And then I manage that. And then sometimes I backslide on that. But the good news is this. God allows U-turns. He allows starting fresh again. And I just go back to that because one of the most things, if you Google that, the, the most things that people are going to start off in a new year, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to lose weight, you know? And so I, I tie it to that because I think a lot of us can, can realize that. A lot of times people, again, I say want to save money. They want to do more. They're going to go on vacation. But regardless of what you have set in motion, you've got to have a plan of commitment to reach that. Amen? Let me ask you a question. Did Jesus go halfway to the cross? He didn't take a detour, right? He went straight and he, he, he was committed. Why? Because his love for you and me. I tell you what, the biggest thing that'll keep your heart committed is the love of Christ. So let's take a look at that. This is something when I was writing some stuff down, just a little thought of the day the Lord gave me. Commitment is not played out in a one-time event, but it's played out in, in one event at a time. Let me explain what I mean by that. Commitment, it just means that we need to manage things daily. And I'm not standing up here telling you that I got it all down. I'm trying to give us the tools and walk in the strength of the Lord. Amen? But you know what? We need to manage those decisions again, again, again. Think about this. If you, we talk, I'm kind of heavy on the, the, the deal about dieting because I think that's something I'm trying to get through my own head. But you know what? I have to decide, am I going to eat fried chicken or baked chicken? I need to make, make that decision before I get to the restaurant that that's what I'm going to do. You know, if, if I'm going to, am I going to, am I going to save $5 or am I going to go out to eat every day? 
I have to make that commitment in my mind, in my heart. Whatever I'm going to give towards the work of the Lord, I need to make that commitment. Not just on Sunday, say, hey, look, I'm going to do this and this is what I'm going to do. And then I'll walk it out from there. And that's the whole thing. Maybe it's like, okay, I'm not going to drink any sodas. I'm not going to do that. Now, now let me just stop here and say that Christianity is not a bunch of do's and don'ts. It's about a relationship with the Lord. When I tell you about these things, I'm not saying rules and regulations. That sounds like religion. But I am telling you this. We need to be committed to Christ. And out of that commitment to Christ and out of that love for in that relationship, it will gear our talking our actions, our walking, our giving, our response to other people. Somebody say amen if they believe that. Because I tell you what, if you don't have the word in you, it's hard to get the word to pour out of you. So also every year I said, look, if you guys want to go further with what's going on in, in, the, in the, um, the lore, get with us and give us an opportunity to help you put a plan together. We'd be glad to do that. But utilize what we have already in place. Bible study is a great place to start. But you know what? We want to see you take that every day and grow in your walk, okay? So look at this. I think we should pray about our commitments. How many people tell you anything and then they don't follow through? That never happens to anybody in this room, right? I'll be right there this year, maybe, you know? We need to think about that. So many times I say, man, what is it we need to pray about this? Lord, what do you desire to do in my life and through my life this year? I want you guys to write that down. Break it down into bite sizes. You know, Lord, what is it that you desire to do through my life today? Lord, what is it that you want me to do today? And sometimes we think, oh, way out here, we're looking for, you know, the lightning bolts and all these different things in our life. But you know what? It might just be today I'm going to call somebody and encourage them. It might be I'm going to write a note to somebody today. It might be nothing that anybody else sees. It might be I'm going to pray for our country today. I'm going to pray for my marriage today. I'm going to pray for my children today. And and just be committed about that. But you know what? All these things are going to flow out of a relationship with the Lord. Let's take a look at this. Something else he was showing me. We have to be purposeful about what we do. I said, it has to be purposeful or it will serve no purpose at all. How many know you got to be direct in things sometimes? In your life, You'll, it's, the, the ways of the world just kind of toss people around. You ever seen people that, that I'm, one day I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this one day. You know? And it's all about the resources a lot of times. I blame them. Man, when I get older, I'm going to do this. When I, when I get enough money, I'm going to do this. When I get, when I get that promotion, I'm going to do this. When, when the kids are out of school, I'm going to do this. But you know what? Now they're back in school. So I'm going to just wait a little bit longer. And then next, well, you know what? When little Johnny gets to college, I'm going to do it. But man, now I don't have the money to do it. Man, I don't have the time to do it. You know what? Take bite-sized things and say, you know what, Lord? I'm available. I'm telling you, God will do mega, mega stuff in your life if you're just available. This church is a perfect example. Just being available, how God has changed things. All for, for I know for my life, for many people that we, we come in contact to uh, with over the time and over the years. But it's so much bigger than just, just this church house here. It's what God's doing through each and every one of you guys around the world. Amen? And that is a praise of the day. So coming back down here, God's purpose is that... The one, excuse me, God's purpose is to the one that lasts, okay? That don't even make sense what I wrote there, but I think it did when I first wrote it down. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. What I was trying to say there is this. 
We can have a lot of purpose in our life, but if it's not God-driven, it's not going to be God-sized, is it? I can only do so much on my own, but what can I do if I'm in tune to the Lord? How many know that God's plan is much grander than ours? Amen? How many people, I ask this many times, how many people are glad that God didn't always answer their prayer just the way you prayed it before as time goes by? Man, as time goes by, I say, man, Lord, thank you that you are in control. But when I look over and over here about the purpose of things, we have to, to set out to seek the Lord to join in. We are made for community. God doesn't call us, although he calls us to have a personal relationship with him, he calls us to also grow in our relationship with our brothers and sisters. Me and Miss Karen talk about this a lot of times. One of the things we say all the time, I don't know how people go through things in life that don't have the Lord. And something else we follow up with that is, I don't understand how people can make it through some of the situations they deal with when they don't have a loving church family. If you go through things and you experience the love of your church family, it makes all the difference. And I'll be the first to say that we are not perfect, by no means starting with the pastor. But we seek and follow the one who is the Lord Jesus Christ. And through that, God makes course corrections in our life and shows us that compassion and that love for one another. Think about the times when you look around this room that people have, have spoken to your life. People that have called you. Maybe been there when you lost a loved one. Maybe prayed with you. Let me tell you, that is amazing. And you know what? Again, it's not that, it's, that we're perfect, but we are seeking the one it is. And God is willing to work in us and through us. Somebody say amen. But we got to join in. So that's what I want to talk about today. Are you ready for this new year to jump in? And a lot of times we say, well, when that first of the year gets here. Well, friends, it's here. It's here. Man, I'm going to get back into it. I hear people all the time. You, I tell you what, do you know how many times I hear, hey, man, I'm going to get back into church. I tell people this all the time. I am not the church police. I'm not going to look for you over there in food line and put you in the, in the figure four and say, man, where were you at? All that. We'd love for you guys to have, be here. And, and the doors are open. And, and, and you know what? It's about a commitment. Are you committed to seeking the Lord? And if you are, we got a place for you. So come on with it, man. I appreciate everybody that's so diligent in serving and giving and doing. And it takes that. You know, and we don't talk about that much. I want to share that just for a minute. I don't know if I've ever preached a message on, on tithing and giving and all that stuff like that. And I think it's very biblical. And I want to make sure that everybody knows that they have an opportunity anytime, all the time, to worship the Lord through their giving. So you know what? You can give online. You can give through the app. You can give corporately or however you want to do it. But the reason I say that, I want you to hear this real clear. I'm not talking about the money issue. I'm talking about the heart issue. I'm talking about the heart issue. So you know what? As you set up your plan of attack this year and you seek the Lord, be diligent in pursuing God. Lord, how would you want me to use what you give me, whether it's money, time, talent, gifts, for your kingdom? You hear what I'm saying there? Seek the Lord about that because you know what? It takes it all to make the wheel turn for Christ. Amen? Let's keep on rolling. So it rolls right on into using your gifts. How many people feel gifted? You guys are all gifted, man. Now, just because your gift doesn't look like his and his doesn't look like hers and this and that, don't ever underestimate the power in the reach of your gift. How about this? I know in my life over time, Many people that have made major, major impacts in my life, you might not see a major gift displayed in their life. 
And I want to I want to share about that. Sometimes, over time that I've seen in my life, how about you? A person that was willing to listen, a person that was willing to pray with you, a person that was willing to call you and say, man, that is not good for you. How about that? Even when you don't want to hear it. But when they do it out of love, that can make all the difference in the world. So don't think that your gift is not important. Let's take a look at some scripture here. 2 Corinthians, 2, 2 Corinthians 9 and 8 says this. And God is able to make all grace abound to you so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Do you notice all the alls in there? Take a look at this. And God is able. I want you to see that. See, a lot of times we're not able. You ever feel like, man, I just can't do this anymore. I just, how am I going to do this? We get overwhelmed. Realize this. God is able to make what? Some grace, a little grace, every now and then grace. All grace, right, abound to you. Why? So that in all things, at all times, right, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Again, I want to talk about this serving thing. We don't serve to get saved. We serve because we are saved and we desire to be used by the Lord. Somebody say amen. That's what it's all about. It's about desiring to please the Lord. I, I know this, and, and there was a film that we uh, showed some time ago, and it was about, you know, Judgment Day. Now, I want to just hit on that for a minute. As a believer in Christ, our sins are not counted against us, okay? It's all taken care of on the cross. Everybody knows that. Say amen. That we are saved by grace through faith, not that ever stuff is a gift to God. And when we receive that by faith, we are secure with him. But God calls us to use our gifts for him. And there will be a day that we give account for what we were given. Are you using what you've been given, times, talents, whatever it is, for the kingdom of God? Are you seeking him? Are you committed to that? Can you imagine getting there and say, you know what, I had so much more for you. And I want to look at this this year. There's so much more that God has for us, right? But we need to be open to listen to the Holy Spirit. We need to be open to be able to be moldable for God to use us. He is in all things. He has at all times what we need to do every good work. Amen. Everybody say amen. All right, both of you. That's good. What is it that you love to do that builds up others? What's some of the stuff you guys love to do that builds up others? First of all, let's start with what do you love to do? You know, you love to write, you love to sing, you love to do, you love to sleep. I don't know. I mean, but then think about it. what is it that God's placed in you that you love to do to build up others? And if you've never thought about that, I ask you to, to, to really seek the Lord on that today. I like encouraging folks. I always like encouraging folks. What do I say? Everybody needs a cheerleader. If I said that once, y'all have heard it probably 50,000 times over the last 10 years. You know, because it's so true. Do you know what the difference is, man, in a good day and a bad day? Maybe one phone call. Maybe somebody sending you a text. Maybe somebody writing you a card. And, and that doesn't happen too often. So if somebody takes the time to write you a card, cherish that, man. That's awesome. But think about it. What is it that you do? That can make a difference in somebody else's life. Over time, over time, over time. It's the small things. I did a funeral yesterday. I got to do a funeral today. And I've done many funerals over the last 20 years. And I will tell you this is what I find when I sit down. 
or when they have a moment to share about their loved one, 99.9% of the time, it was not the big thing. It wasn't that dad bought me a yacht. It's the crazy stuff. It's like grandma used to spend time with me, showed me how to tie my shoes. It was that dad used to go fishing with me and show me how to do this. It was those small, little, heartfelt things that you hold on to forever. You know, I, I, I miss my dad. I talk about him probably every service. But it's in a way that I know I'm going to see him again because he had a relationship with the Lord. It's amazing. The things, some of the things that he said to me that was driving me crazy as a young guy because I thought I knew everything. By the way, even if your birthday's today, you probably don't know everything, but maybe a few more things than you did yesterday. I'm just teasing. But when I was at that age, if I would work on something, I'm like, man, dad, I know. Righty, tighty, lefty, Lucy, I got it. You've been telling me for years, you know. To this day, I could take a crescent wrench and I can hear my dad say, hey, boy, you better tighten that thing down. You're going to bust them knuckles. Still hear that voice. You know, he used many teachable moments. I try to do that with my kids and I get it. Yeah, dad, I got it. I know. But later on, see, because I'm not always going to be here. Mom's not always going to be here. And we tell you guys these things because we love you. Well, God is always here. And he even left his book so you can read that manual to let you know how much he loves you. To let you know that he's got it in everything. Think about it. This year, this is my challenge to you. What do you love to do? What is the gift that you have that builds up others? Then part two is use that gift. Use that gift. Amen. We talked about Christmas a little bit and the gifts. Everybody said they were really blessed this year. I know that I was extremely blessed. Not even in the gift department, but the gift that I got was my family around me. Amen. My church family hanging out. A couple of calls, a couple of things like that. It's so much more. I don't know, is it just when you get older or when you wake up or whatever? The, the stuff is just stuff. Could somebody say amen? Because I would rather hang out with my family and my friends than more than anything. Denise always teases me like on my birthday. Usually what I say, well, I like to do, I love my birthday. Not because it's my birthday, me. 90% of the time, if I do have a party, I, I just, she said, what do you want to do? I just want to hang out with my friends. And if food's involved, it's even better, Right? But I just like, I love fellowship. I love hanging out. I love talking to people, see what's going on. Unfortunately, just like yesterday and today, I'll probably see more people yesterday and today than I will through the year, meaning this, those two funerals. I, I buried my, dad, my, my buddy's dad yesterday. I'll be 53 next week. I never don't remember them. Now, in Pocosin, that's not real weird, okay? You know, you guys went to kindergarten with people, and you just knew them all your life. Where I grew up over in Buck Road, that didn't happen. There was a lot of military move in, move out, move in, move out, all this stuff there. So, so this, this was a big deal. They're all a big deal. But I, I had some skin in the game. This was my extended family, right? Think about that. Those relationships that God has allowed you to be blessed with, do you nurture them? And I thought about, man, I probably, maybe I should have called more. Maybe I should have did a few things, you know what I mean? But here's the thing, we know that we can't be everything to everybody. We can't be everywhere. But when God nudges us, will you be available, right? Will you be available? And I pray that we open our gift of availability. That's a huge gift. Open your gift of availability. You say, well, I don't know how to do, I don't know, well, I, take the eye out, put the Jesus in. Jesus will show you, amen? Jesus will show you. Again, I'm going to go back to this thought just, just for a second. 
Think about somebody that's made a huge impact in your life and think, why was that? I guarantee you that one part of that answer is going to be because they were available. They were available. And I pray that we are available. Open our gift. Take a look at this. I said, let's get started. It's time to jump. Now, you know, a lot of times we just jump and don't consider the cost. A lot of times we jump and we don't get all the full picture. Today, that's why I'm breaking it down. Join in, use your gifts, and then we're going to jump on in. I want to share a few more things here. We need to get ready to connect the dots, right? That's what I want us to see here. Let's take a look at this. Uh, you know what? Here's something I, I really make sure that I want it to go over. I'm glad I wrote that down there. Almost went right by it. Using our gifts and making the connection. And this is, this is what I really want to say here. A lot of times we wait. And we wait. And we wait. When I first got called to ministry, I kind of was thinking I needed to wait because I was kind of young. What I found was people said, well, he's kind of young. You got time. There was some good in that and there was some bad in that. The good I needed to grow and mature. Okay. The bad news was I thought that, I just, okay, well, what time, when? I was watching the clock instead of watching my heart. You say, buddy, where are you going with this? Anybody ever had a sick spell in their life? A lot of people have. I've shared this many times. Several years ago, I got very sick. They didn't know what the deal was. Still don't know what the deal was. But I'm past that. God brought me through it. And I remember thinking, Lord, when I get better, there's no way they're going to slow me down. Because when I was laying on my back feeling terrible, I thought, life is passing me by. And anybody knows me, I don't do sitting down good. Right? It's snowing. It's cold. It's a, oh, it'll be all right. I got to go. You know, I, I can't stay cooped. I've got to get out. I got to, because I don't want to waste one minute of my life. How about you guys? I want to live it up. And I remember going, man, Lord, I, I, you know, I thought I might write a book. I might do this. I, you know, I know there's some more songs that I want to sing. I know there's some more that you can use me in. Right? And as, as I got better, I tried to continue to do that. Be more about his business. But a lot of times we can go, yeah, but, you know, there's a lot of things I need to do around the house. I remember that very well. I remember this. Even the guys I work with for the last 32 years know this. Many of y'all don't know, but I had both my knees replaced two years ago. And my buddy, he said, he said, man, look at you now. I would walk and we'd be out on a job and I'd come in. I was almost in tears. My legs hurt so bad, right? This leg right here, y'all saw, it was bent all the way over here. It was off 11 degrees. This leg was off 7 degrees, so I looked like this. When I was walking in. The reason this stool is up here is a reminder. I couldn't even preach a whole hour. I had to sit down and go, yeah, and you know, like this, my legs a day like this, it would hurt. And I know people have been through a lot worse than that. I'm just using that as a time. And I would say, I'd tell my buddy, he goes, man, prayer came through. I said, yeah. I said, I can't wait till I can walk again with no pain. I can't wait, you know. It was so, if, you know, I don't know if y'all dealt with this before. When I would go in the kitchen, I would think of everything I possibly need before I sat down. I mean, I'm walking like this. You don't even want to get up and get the TV controller. It hurts so bad. It feels like somebody's sticking a stick in, in your leg over and over and over. It was wore out. Now, I know some of us here, 
and maybe it's not a, a, a physical ailment, but you're just feeling wore out. I'm telling you the message today to be encouraged. Jump into the word of God and let him fill you and heal you and bring that strength. And that's what I want to say today as we move forward in this thing. Man, you know what? Use your gifts. We need to make the connection. Now is the time. My, le my legs feel good. Now's the time. I don't mind walking and sharing Jesus. I don't mind doing that. I, I, let's, let's, let's go. Let's go. I'm excited about that. I don't care if I got to park all the way down there so somebody else can get a, a closer spot. It doesn't matter to me because God has blessed me with some new wheels. Amen. I'm thankful for that. I don't forget about that. That's been a couple of years now. It's going on three years now. It's fresh on my mind because I know the other side of that. What is it that God's brought you through that now you want to celebrate and you want to be used by using your gift and touching lives. We got to make that connection. So everybody doing good? I don't know what it, I, that was for somebody here today. Maybe it's just for me to remind myself that God is good all the time. Somebody say amen. Let's do it. So we need to make the connection. I want to talk a little bit about that. Now, if you got your Bibles, you want to follow along. Some of this stuff is in Colossians chapter 1 and kind of just broke through a few of these verses. And I'm going to kind of do these and just kind of share. One of the things we see here in, in, in this, we must, right? You say what? Make the connection. We need to make the connection. Relationships, you need to make the connections. Look at this. Number one thing, this is in verse 9. For this reason, since the day we have heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his, with, with his will through all the wisdom and understanding that gives, this, that gives by the Spirit. If you got that, you can follow along. I didn't have room to write them all. I'm going to read them to you. This is, this is how Paul prays for the church, amen? This is my prayer for us. That for this reason that you know ever since you've heard of this, we continually ask God to fill you with his knowledge. That's my prayer for us today. Lord, fill us with your knowledge so that we can be difference makers in this land. Does that sound like a good prayer for us to pray for one another? Amen. Look at this. We need to grow deeper in Christ, verse 10. And it follows right on that. And it says, so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord, and please him in every way. Listen to this. Bearing fruit in every good work. Growing in the knowledge of God. Lord, my prayer today is that we grow in every good work. That we're fruitful for the kingdom. Amen. That's growing deeper. We want to grow stronger. Verse 11. If you've got your Bibles, you can follow along. Being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might. So that you may have great endurance and patience. We need great endurance, amen, and we need patience. And let me tell you, as we move forward, this world is steady changing. You can look back, you can look at the news and different things like that. I want to encourage you guys, sometimes there's a website you can go to and different things like that. Take the year you were born and type in there and go back and see what was going on in, in history then. And look at the changes, look at the changes that are going on since then. Man, probably 1965, you could probably buy a brand new car for $3,000, you can't even buy a used truck, a real nice used truck for $30,000 now. $30,000. Now, I'm just talking about that. The stuff you see on TV is a long way from when I, I watched Gilligan's Island. Man, I tell you what, you watch that and they had Mary Ann going out there and everybody said, Ooh, close your eyes. Now look what you got out there. It's crazy. And what is it this? And it's, it's like it switches the whole script. Maybe I'm more sensitive because I got a beautiful uh, bride that's a teacher. Have you ever seen on TV shows that they make the teacher out to be an idiot? That ain't the case, bud. 
You ever seen that? They always gonna play jokes and they got this and all that. It's it's, it's really and it's here's people that they've got in place to mentor your child, not raise your child. I want you to hear that, but mentor and speak into your child's life. It's it's it's, it's funny and everybody laugh. But guess what? That gets on the tape of the child and then they bring it into school and they're acting like the the, the folks on TV and then they wonder why we got a problem. Amen. Do you see any of that? We see that in a lot of stuff. The music that we listen to, all those different things. And I know things change, style, everything changes but my hair do, right? My kids, even though a lady cuts my hair, she says, please don't do the mullet. Let me cut it. Let me cut it. I said, no, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm hanging on. But things change, right? All but a haircut, right? I'm going to hold on until it falls out. But, <laughs> or get pulled out one another. We have a good time. But things change. And that's okay. As long as it's drawn us closer to the things of God. I want my life to change. You want to hear that? I want my life to change in the way that I'm emptying me and filling on the Lord. Growing deeper and growing stronger in Christ. But I have to make a commitment to seek Him. I have to make a commitment to grow in Him, right? And that's what we're going to see here. So what else? Growing out as Christ. Let's take a look at this. In giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in His inheritance of His holy people in the kingdom of light. So if you guys want to go back and read that today, 1 Corinthians, uh, yes, Colossians, excuse me, Colossians chapter 1, 9 through 12. Take a look at that there. Man, if we could pray that prayer for one another, if we could walk in that there again. And it says, in giving joyful thanks to the Father. Do you give joyful thanks to the Father? Or just when things are good? And it's hard to praise the Lord sometimes, I'm going to be honest, when, when you don't feel good. But you know what? As we build our relationship, that's what will start flowing out. That's what will start flowing out, man. Count your blessings, man. Get ready to, to do the deal. Make the connections. And that's what I want us to see here. Until you make the connection with Christ, right, you'll never be able to walk in the next level of what he has with you. You understand what I'm saying? You're only going to go so far on your own. How many people know that? See, a lot of times we think, I'll just do it on my own. You know, what's that old song? I did it my way. Yeah, now you know why they sing most of the songs. I don't want to do it my way anymore. I've done it my way before, and it's not pretty. Oh, it was fun for a season. It was fun for a season, but you end up in the ditch faster than you think. So today, I'm not beating you down. I'm lifting you up. I'm trying to give you the tools. And as we jump into this today, I want us to see where we need to join in, use our gift, make the connections. Now, y'all ready for this? Here's the P. Pursue. I just read that to you a minute ago right here. Right? Let me get this right here. I'm jumping out of order here. Colossians 1.13. For he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son who purchased our freedom and forgave our sin. Get that in your heart. And you'll be ready to pursue the mission. Ready? Let's jump on that. How many know that God has a plan for their life? You think he's got a plan for your life? He absolutely does. He knew you were going to be here today. You didn't just happen to show up. You didn't happen to just kind of turn on the, you know, the computer or anything. God knew that he had something for you today. So what's the mission? You ever thought about what's the mission? What's the plan? What's going on? Look at this. Our mission is obeying Christ. I'm going to share a few things here. I'm going to read this to you. 
After Christ's death and his resurrection, the Lord commanded the disciples to share the gospel. How many know that that's the mission? That's the mission. The gospel message of his redemption. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Let's talk about that a little bit. The Great Commission still applies to us today. And he doesn't weigh us down with a bunch of burdens. He gives us the opportunity to share through the power and the joy that he gives us in the relationship with Christ. It's all the difference in the world when you enjoy doing something, isn't it? You know, if I go, oh man, I gotta preach again. I gotta stand up there. Oh my goodness, man. Uh, I'm in the wrong business if that's the case. Because let me tell you, I'm like, man, I get to. Man, I hope everybody tunes into this today. Not about me. All about God. All about God. Because you remember I told you when I was laying on my back, I thought about the things, Lord, if you get me up off my back, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to tell everybody I can about you. Lord, when I can walk, I'm going to walk and tell people about you. I don't care if you want me to bang on the doors. I don't care if you want me to stand in line at Taylor's. I don't care if you want me to walk through the mall and share about it. It don't matter. What matters is that people see the risen Savior through me. How about you? Have you got to that point where you say, man, I want more of God? Remember the song we sang today? Empty me, but he says, I want more, I want more, I want more of you, Jesus. How do you get that? You feed on the word of God, man. You have to be seeking him. And that's what I hope we do today, that we continue to pursue the mission. There may be additional things that God has for each and every one of us. But I can tell you, if you don't know exactly what the mission is, that's the mission. The Great Commission. To be obedient to God and learn his word. Look at this. I love what he has here. I'm going to read this a little bit more to you. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. This is out of 2 Corinthians 5, 14 and 21. Right? I'm going to read that again. It says, all this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciled the world to himself in Christ, not counting sins against them. That's us. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. What do you mean reconciling? Anybody do a checkbook anymore? You reconcile, make sure everything adds up, all those things. God made things right with us. Our sin debt separate us from an awesome and perfect and holy God. He can't be around sin. So Jesus came and paid our sin debt on the cross and rose on the third day to reconcile us, to purchase us out of our sin debt, to free us. That's something to be excited about. Amen. That's something when you wake up in the morning saying, "Woo! God loves me that much. Think about that. Nowadays, we get all upset because somebody don't like something on your Facebook page. Right? <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. You know, I'm going to share on my stuff. And, and I utilize that to, to the strength and the things of the body of the believer. You know, but you know what? Everybody's got an opinion. But I want my opinion to be based on God's opinion because that's the best opinion. When you talk to people about different things, you know, what are you counting on to get saved? Or what about this and what about that? And sharing things of, of, of great value and talk about eternity. A lot of times people just got their own opinions. Well, that's your opinion. No, it's God's opinion. If I tell you something, they say, well, buddy, why do you believe that? I'm going to tell you the scripture. I'm going to tell you the verse. And I say, that's what God said. Because guess what? I figured out a long time ago, I'm not smart enough to figure it all out. How about y'all? 
But I tell you what, he says, if I have a mustard seed size of faith and believe what he says in his word, he'll give me the wisdom of Christ. How many people need wisdom going into this new year? How many people need that? You know, one of the things I talk about wisdom and knowledge, I think you can get knowledge from the books of the Bible, but when you, when you put it into working, it's wisdom. That's the wisdom right there, right? I want us to see us take the knowledge that God has given us and walk in the wisdom that he's allowed us to partake in through the Lord Jesus Christ. So who can tell me what the Great Commission is? Sharing Jesus. Sharing Jesus. You know what I hear? Well, I'm not a Bible scholar. <laughs> me either. I'm a guy that God saved right where he was, and I'm excited about it. Amen? I get excited about that. Anybody ever study hell? They say, oh, here it comes. It's not pretty. It's not good. When you leave here, when you take your last breath here, you will go one of two places. If you have rejected the Lord Jesus Christ, which is the only way to heaven, John 14, 6, Jesus say, I'm the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. There is only one other place for you. Tell me where it is. Hell. Nobody has to go there. But when we reject God, there's nowhere else to go. So don't reject the good news, the gospel message of Jesus Christ that saves you right where you are. That is the whole theme of what we do every week. I want you guys to know that God is for you. We have, we, the church, have the ministry of reconciliation. We don't save them. God saves them through the hearing of the word that we preach and teach to them. Amen? Did you ever think about that? You're a minister of reconciliation? That's a good title, isn't it? You know what? It's funny. Sometimes people, I've shared this before. I heard a guy tell this one time. I thought, man, this is great. There was a guy on an airplane. And uh, this lady said, well, what do you do? He said, oh, I work for a big corporation. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't know if I've ever heard of it. He said, it's global. Really? They're hiring anybody? Hiring people all the time. We got room for more. Really? Different languages? All ages? Woo! What is this? Oh, let me tell you. How's the, how's, how's the benefits? Whew. Benefits are awesome. Pays eternal dividends. She said, what? He said, what, what's, what's, the name of the, what's the name of this place you work for? It's called the church, right? It's called God's work. You think about that. Think about that. God woke you up today. God gives you a car to drive here today. He's got a house for you today. He's got children that, that you guys, uh, that, that love you and you love them. Different things going on. All these things, even in the midst of, I realize everybody's, it's not Johnny's, um, you know, sunshine at your house all the time. It's not at mine either. I'm going to tell you what, when I step back and I go, wow, let me open God's word and let me remember what God's done for me. It changes my whole perspective. How about that? See, a lot of times we forget about what God's done. Don't forget about that. Now, anybody ever been to another country? A couple people? I went to Richmond once. I don't get too far. You go to a different country or, or maybe somebody from another country come here. They are ambassadors. What does that mean? They are representing that company, that country. For your company you work for, you're a representative of them. For your family, you're a representative of them. How many people have had that talk with their kids before they go out there? Look, you know, you're representing the whole family. Don't mess it up. Anybody say that? Just my dad. 
you, you need to hear that in Pocosin because most of y'all are related to everybody. And I tell you, if they put it on Pocosin 411, you know they're coming down on you, right? You're supposed to laugh at that, but it's true, right? Think about those things. You want to represent your family well. You want to represent yourself well. Do we want to represent the Lord well? I pray that we just take a little time to reset our minds today and see what God has for us. He wants us to be ministers of reconciliation, telling the good news. So I'm going to bring this on home now. It's time to jump. You know, a lot of times people say, jump. What, what do you mean? Jump off a cliff? No, jump in to the flow of what God is doing. How would your day be different tomorrow if you applied these things? Why do you got to wait till tomorrow? Why don't you apply them today? I heard somebody talk one time, and this guy was trying to help some people and ministering to them and stuff. And this lady called in, and he said, well, she said, my desire of my heart was always to be a lawyer. He said, well, she said, well, I've done a little bit of school, but I, I still have to go back. He says, ma'am, how long would it take you to be a lawyer if you started right now? She said, I think about, about eight years. He said, okay. He said, in eight years, how old will you be? I think she was 50 at the time. She said, well, I'll be 58. He said, well, you could be 58 with a law degree, or you could be 58 without a law degree. You choose. You say, what does that have to do with anything today? Choose today. Make the commitment of what you know that God's called you to do, what you know that God has, has brought the gift in, in your life. Hey, it might take time to hone those things and, and things like that to grow, but we're going to grow anyway. If the Lord continues to keep us here, we should be growing. Why not grow in the things of God? Why not jump into that? Why not join in, right? Why not use your gifts? Why not make the connection and pursue the mission? I'm excited, but I see some young folks in here. I can't wait to see what God's going to do through them. It's amazing. You know, my boys are eight years difference in their age. That's kind of cool. Because we can spend like way hands-on time with Thomas. And then the time he could do what he wanted to do, Jesse come along and his hands on them. So to me, it was the best of both worlds. And also, I'd hate to see both of them leave because I still like to hug them. They're not so big on that. But your dad's going to hug you anyway. I'm a hugging dad, right? Don't ever forget that. Because I love them, man. I love them. And then I got blessed. I even got a baby girl now. My little daughter-in-law. I never had a girl before. That's cool. So I don't, I don't know. I just, you know, I just try to spoil her. You say, what are you talking about? What is all this stuff here? Man, count those blessings. Jump in. Speak into the life of your children. Each one of these young folks is going to do something amazing. Have you given them the foundation to do something amazing, moms and dads? If you haven't, don't beat yourself up. Start today. I remember Denise's grandma, I think she made it to about 94 years old or whatever. Something like two, 92, well, that's all right. One of the main things she wanted to make sure all her grandkids, great-grandchildren had, I want them to have a Bible. She made sure that each one of them had a Bible with their name on it and everything else. That's cool. That was a foundation. Because you live 92 years, you realize it's about Jesus, amen, you should. She knew early on, and she wanted to give them the foundation that they could stand on even when she was gone. She wanted to give them the promises of God that she couldn't keep, that I can't keep, but God is faithful in keeping. 
So let me ask you this. Kind of covered the whole spectrum today. Young, mature, wherever you're at in that spectrum. Notice I didn't say old, I said mature. That's God's wisdom kicking in there. There's something that you can do. You say, yeah, but I'm retired now. Good, you got more time. You can serve the Lord even in a, in a different capacity. Well, I'm, not, I'm just so young. I don't, you know what? Start a little Bible club at, you, at, at school. Pray for the little girl that sits next to you. Hey, well, I'm getting ready to start driving. Good, drive somebody to church with you. Amen? Invite somebody. Just invite somebody. Just invite somebody. I'll tell you this to the day I fall over. It's never been for me about filling the, the church seats. It's about filling the hearts of the people that God will send this way. And I'm going to tell you what, we are going to do our very best to get the word to each and everybody that comes in this building, that listens online, or stops me on the road. How about you? Are you willing to let them know that God's got it? Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for today and all you do. Lord, as we just pursue the mission of sharing our faith, Lord, by sharing the gospel message, if you're listening today, please listen closely. Listen with your heart. Friends, it's a new year. It's a new time. It's a freshness of the season. And what better way to start that out is coming back to Christ or being introduced into him right here, right now. And I pray that if it's the first time you've ever heard this message, man, you just grasp it. If it's the 50th time you ever heard the, the message, grab hold of it. This is what it's all about. I'm going to ask the question that I ask so often. If you died today, do you know for sure you go to heaven? Well, I'm a young person. I'm okay. No. Well, I'm older. I, I, I've, I've done some good things. It's not about that. Let me ask you again. If you die today, do you know for sure you go to heaven? And the Bible says, you know what? The only way to heaven is through a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you're sitting here today and it's starting to get real serious in your heart, it's not Mr. Buddy. It's the Lord. So I'm going to ask you this. Do you know how much God loves you? Do you know that in your life you'll make mistakes and God still loves you? Do you know that the only way that we can go to heaven is to have a relationship with Jesus Christ? You said, but I, it's, it's, I don't understand that. Let me help you with this. We all have sin in our life. The Bible says it this way. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That means we've all blown it. But God said there's a remedy for that that he forgives sin. And the way he forgives sin is by us asking Jesus Christ to come into our life and forgive us of our sin. So the Bible says, if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, when we say, Lord Jesus, come into my life and forgive me of my sin. Lord, today, save me. The Bible says, whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. So I'm gonna ask you again, right where you're at. If you died today, do you know for sure you go to heaven? Because you know you can. You say, well, I want to know. I want to go. I want to believe that. I, I, I do believe what you say. It's all about the gospel of Christ. The gospel means good news. It's about what Jesus did for you. He paid your fine. So I'm asking you today, will you ask him into your life to receive that? He did the hard part. All we have to do is receive it. He knows everything you've done. He's known everywhere you've been. He's known everything you said. He knows everything you will say. And he still says, I love you. I want you to hear that. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Friends, please listen to me with your hearts today. Don't leave here the same way you came in. 
You might say, yeah, buddy, I, I know the Lord. I've received the Lord, but I've been doing my own thing. Well, you know what? Welcome to the crowd. We have. Let's turn back today. Lord, forgive me. Help me to walk this out. If you're here today and you want to receive the Lord Jesus Christ, pray this with me from your heart. Dear Lord, come into my life. Lord, forgive me of my sin. Today, Lord, I believe you are the Son of God that paid for my sin in full. Lord, forgive me. Today, I'm trusting you, Lord, to be my Lord and Savior. Save me, Lord, and help me to walk in your ways. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. If you guys prayed that today, tell somebody before you leave here, say, you know what, Pastor Buddy, that made sense to me today. Today, I've called on the name of the Lord. Today, I'm secure in Christ. If you're online and want some more information, check that out, man. Send us a message. Let us know more. But right now, we're going to send you out with a song. Guys, stand to your feet. We're going to praise the Lord. Amen? This is called Feet of the Father. This is a song we wrote some time ago. And, and I, I like to share this because I talked a little bit about some of my testimony going through some tough times. The Lord gave us this song when I was flat on my back. When I didn't know what tomorrow was going to bring. But you know what? Here we are standing. Standing strong for the Lord. You're out here working at the time of desperation. Knowing you're all I need is such a realization. There's a lot of life confidence that feeds within my heart. Reflecting upon your faithfulness that I've tasted from the start. Thank you.
Always good to praise the Lord a little bit. So I want to sign out with our friends online, and then we'll see what else God's got going on. So friends, if you guys uh, enjoyed the message today, I pray that you share the message. If you guys got any questions about what's going on, I pray that you jump in to the flow of what God's got going. You guys have a great day. Share the message. We love you. Bye-bye.